following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. On today's episode of NFL History, Andrew and I look back and discuss left-handed quarterbacks throughout NFL and pro football history. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Matt Johnson, and this is the Two Point Conversation. What's up, Andrew? How you doing, buddy? Not too bad. Not too bad. I feel it's like Friday. I haven't talked to you in like forever. I know. <laughs> I literally talked to you. I, you done just about every day. Yeah, it's normal. Yeah. You got to be chopping at the bit for once the season starts, huh? I, I, I kind of have at this point. I'm not going to lie. It's not so much that I miss football. It's just that I'm, I'm ready to go back down to uh, pretty one much episode. One, one episode or, a week. I've done uh, I've Hey, I get it. A while. Know that I appreciate it. I hope yes. you do. Um, you know, it's it's busy. It's everybody's busy. It's summertime. You've been holding it down better than I have, so I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I was trying to get work hours in and, and whatnot, and we're going for there. But hey, we're uh, we're trying to put it. We're we got an NFL history episode to do today. Yeah, we got a brand new month, a brand new theme. The month of June is here. And uh, we got a ton of news that has come out uh, over the last couple of days. A lot of retirements officially. Um, your boy, Ryan Fitzpatrick, has oh, announced geez. his retirement. Thank God. <laughs> Thank goodness. So that that will just I'm hoping that ends in the next couple of because somebody's going to ask some question. Once again, the famous is the Hall of Famer question and hear how great he was and I I I don't like to see people fail but I feel like every time he does something great and then he plays the next game and he's like horrible I feel like Dennis Green after the Bears Monday night football game you know or them just saying he he's just he is who I who I think he is and who everybody and that's it. He's, he's not. He's just. You got to admit, though, he's he's had a charming and interesting career, though. I, while it hasn't been great, you know, at least as far as wins, Pro Bowls, uh, accolades and stuff. He doesn't have he's had a lot of. Huh? Doesn't no, he doesn't. Have, I know. But he has a, he had a lot of cool moments over the last, you know, 17 years. And, uh, you know, a, a, he's literally a legend. Some of the, the, the most fun touchdowns, post-game press conferences. Uh, Fitzpatrick was, was a part of, uh, you know, he, he was like a little train that could over the last 17 years. And honestly, probably one of the most unlikely 17 year careers, uh, in NFL history, probably, probably, but yeah, well, I don't know. Brady's up there. 
<laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, they I hate to, on that. I hate to pull that card out, but you're not wrong. You're uh, not. You're definitely not wrong. Uh, that's that's kind of a guy that I think of. Uh, okay, he was drafted one round later than Brady. So, but he and, he's had an interesting career. I just. I think he's one of those guys that have benefited from the age of social media. Possibly. Possibly. He is legendary. A lot of people like to brag about it through social media. So I get that. I get where you're coming from. You're a little bit more classical in the sense of NFL players where, um, you know, if you didn't do shit, you weren't good. You weren't like <laughs> beloved, I guess, in a sense. <laughs> But I don't know. For me, I, 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 you're probably right. You know, in an age of Facebook, Twitter, and like moments, like clips, sound bites, plays, Fitzpatrick was that dude. So he's probably one of the greatest characters if they ever go back through and do him again. He's probably one of the greatest characters. I would give him that for sure. But for as sure. a but as a quarterback, don't you like a little consistency, kind of like a chef? If I'm cooking you dinner and every other meal is bad, you're gonna be like, oh, I don't know about this guy. But if you got somebody else that's cooking you a pretty good meal every single night, you're like, oh, I like that guy a little bit better. It's Patrick, hey, that guy that didn't cook always the best meal every single night. Hey, man, he almost got the Dolphins a playoff berth. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he almost got the Jets there, too. But other than that, he's <laughs> Jesus. Uh, a couple of other retirements. I will never so have love for him. It, it, I will have love for him in in is. And what I think he is a good, solid bridge backup quarterback. Yeah. Um, Frank Gore retired. He signed a one day contract with the 49ers and will be officially retiring. And uh, center Alex Mack is retiring. He spent some time with the Browns Falcons and. Uh, was it 49ers? Yeah, I think he, was, he, was, he was like one or two years with the 49ers real brief. He decided to retire. And uh, we didn't get to talk about this on yesterday's episode, but uh, running back Marion Barber passing away, which was pretty tragic. Um, they found him in a hotel, his, not a hotel, his apartment, uh, deceased. Nobody knows really what happened. Uh, it's always sad because we've actually, like the last two, three months, we probably announced more player and for, you know, I know that some of the old time guys, uh, you know, they pass away naturally, but some of these like younger, I mean, 40 and younger, uh, a little startling. It's, it's a little upsetting. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'll be perfectly honest with you, you know, with Haskins, Jeff Gladney earlier this week. And then of course now Marion Barber, who I believe was 38 years old. It's been a, uh, it's been a rough couple months, uh, for, for NFL off season, as far as that goes, but we wanted to give, uh, thoughts and condolences to his friends and his family. Um, and hope that they find peace and comfort in these trying times. Uh, you know, of course, the Gladney family and friends as well, as we did mention a couple of days ago. So, um, but yeah, so we are starting a new month, though. Uh, left-handed quarterbacks, really solid transition there, Matthew. Uh, left-handed quarterbacks is what we are doing. I know Andrew's been wanting to talk about this for a long time. We're going to dedicate an entire month to left-handed quarterbacks and then never talk about them again at the end of the month. <laughs> I just think that's a very unique thing. It's cool. It's, it's out of all the, all the sports. 
Okay, you got like I, I think of baseball. I'm a, I used to be a big baseball fan. I'm starting to get back to into, into it. If you got a guy that throws left-handed, everybody wants him. Right. Like everybody drools over this guy. Oh my goodness. You know, he could be just an average pitcher. And that guy's making probably five to ten million dollars a year because of the matchup he brings. And I can understand that. In other sports too, you know, okay, we need left-handed guys. And then when it gets to football and you get to the left-handed quarterback, they're like, ugh, <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> that's that's just how I feel. I feel it's kind of a it's kind of a knock when I don't and I and going through things. I see why it's that way as, as yeah, we, schematically, I think for football, it's a lot different than just shooting a basketball left-handed or throwing a baseball left-handed or swinging a baseball or swing a baseball bat left-handed, um, you know, shooting a hockey, tennis, whatever it may be. It's, it changes the entire offensive scheme, uh, player layouts, all that stuff. It, it, the best coaches can make that adjustment, but you are right. It, it football, it, it is the biggest, uh, it, it's a, it's such a rarity. A lot of left-handed guys. I mean, I, I read it. I think 33 guys have, uh, 33 yes. people have played quarterback in the national football league that were left-handed. It's not a high number. The no. NFL has been around for a very long time and has had a lot of quarterbacks and, uh, 33 people in NFL history, left-handed all right. I don't know if that's just starters, but I want to, I, I want to believe that's just it's, entirely. It's entirely. That's which is, I mean, that's a crazy statistic. Cause you know, I, I know most people are right-handed, but there's a lot of left-handed people out there. It, uh, it's one of those weird things, much like, I think, uh, like short, like, Oh, he's not, he's not, yeah. he's less than six feet. He, he can't play in the NFL or his hand size is too small. I think that left hand is left handed is a is a stigma that you know it's 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 an it's an unfortunate one, mm-hmm. but uh, one that you know players unfortunately have to overcome and maybe someday it'll become a little bit more natural. Yeah, it's it's also affects the spin of the ball. It's a completely reverse spin from a left to a right handed quarterback. Is that because by design, I, the ball design? I guess because of the way that it goes and which hand you let it out, but it's a completely different spin. When the 49ers were transitioning from Joe Montana to Steve Young permanently, they taught one of their ball boys how to throw left-handed because Jerry Rice wanted to practice. So that way Jerry Rice could sit there and practice without that, but it's, yeah, it's it's a completely different rotation. Chris Carter's talked about it. The way that they they have to throw certain outs and routes are completely different. And I didn't really know that until it was starting to do research. It changes the completely different schematic of like how the ball is, not just how you set up your offense, how the receiver is seeing the ball, where the ball can be placed, and everything else. Yeah, I guess outside of schematics, yeah, it does change like routes and stuff. That is that is intriguing. That is intriguing. Um, adding a whole other layer to the left-handed quarterback stuff. Yeah, that's and I, 
I've talked about it before. I mean, I'm not like the biggest Tua advocate, but those are some of the things you got to look at is uh, that type of that type of way that it is not only just flopping your offense, your, your blind side tackle is now your right tackle, how everything goes. But I found that really amazing that Chris Carter was talking about that saying that the way that the ball just comes out is a completely different. Yeah. I'm trying to think, cause if you throw it left-handed, the ball is going to spin to the left. Man. So weird. Like you really don't think of these things. You think it's just okay. Opposite. Like I wrestled when I wrestled in high school, we used to practice doing things the opposite way just so you'd be better and more versatile. And it was so even like pro wrestling, like different areas to different sides of the body, work different sides of the body and stuff. And it's just, it's, it's so weird when you, when you see it, it's a natural motion for, for, you know, some of these guys, but, um, it's like you any- know, there, there has been success. I mean, honestly, the, the best quarter, you know, the best quarterbacks, the best coaches teams, they make it work. They, they can make it work, but uh, it is, it is obviously, as we have stated, a, not a very, uh, not a very common throwing, uh, throwing arm. Who was yeah. the first? Le- I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Where are you? Get, uh, I was going to say, who's, who's the left first left-handed quarterback that you, that you remember that I remember. Yeah. Ooh. Like growing up watching that you remember, not the first one mentioned that told you, but the first one you were watching on TV without knowing that they were left-handed or with knowing with no, Oh, uh, I guess with no, uh, yeah. With knowing, realizing that I'll, I'll do both. The first one I knew with knowing about left-handed quarterbacks was Steve young. The yeah. first left-handed quarterback I ever seen where I was still kind of young because this is like my first preseason game uh, is Boomer Esiason. And then quite process that is, you know, process at the time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm like a little kid. I'm at a football game. I want kind of like you with the red dog statement. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to eat peanuts and play around with the binoculars. And I, I don't really care what side the quarterback's throwing from, but those are pretty much like the first two guys that I can remember where they were left-handed. Okay. And I also remember when Madden switched that over too, because everybody throw through right-handed for years. I'm not sure which Madden it was, but all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I'm going to play with this guy. And then I think they did it in 99. I we were just playing it a couple of weeks ago for my birthday thing. And Steve young was throwing left-handed. Um, I'm a little similar aside from the assassin thing, like young, you know, it was the first one that was built up, but I, I, I'm going to go, I would have to say Vic. Michael Vic is the first one that I really truly remember uh, being left-handed because of Madden playing with him in like, Oh, three, Oh, four. Everybody wanted to play as Michael Vic and you back up and it's everything. Everything was so different. The, uh, Oh God, what was it called? QB vision. I hated that. It was it was so bad, so oh, stupid. That was the worst uh, yeah, ever. If you did not have, <laughs> if you did not have like Peyton Manning, and you had that little tiny column where Peyton Manning just saw the whole field, it's yeah, so annoying. Yeah, but that was probably the first time because it, it threw me off. For you wouldn't think it would, but he's facing a completely different direction. So like throwing to the right side of the field is a little complicated. That's another thing too. Yeah. Where you line up your X and uh, X, Y, and Z receivers. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that changes a lot. The other crazy thing that I found too is so the right side of your brain controls the left side of your body. Okay. We all know that. So you think of a lot of, you mentioned Michael Vick, uh, guys like Steve Young, a lot of these left-handed quarterbacks, well, what, what else could they do other than just, they were, what else were they known for? Guys like that. Right. They were known to like move. So the right side of your brain controls your creativity, your intuition, um, and like imagination and stuff. And that controls the left hand, it's the left part of your body there too. So these guys are tapping into a lot of this stuff. And then the left is like analysts, logics, ideas, facts, math, training. There's not too many. Do you see a lot of, I'm not trying to take anything away from these guys, but how many of these left-handed quarterbacks do you just see like very logical and analysis instead of like this creativity side where it's just, or intuition, like it made me think of Steve Young just, or Michael Vick. I'm, my intuition is to take off, to go. And then here's your guys on the other side, your uh, like Peyton Manning's analysis. You know, we talked about analysis by paralysis or paralysis by analysis, uh, logical thinking and things okay. like that. It, it did you, I doing research? I've I've found out all this, and I'm like, that's pretty amazing that these left-handed guys are. It seems like they're really. It it's not so much the way that the ball comes out or anything like that, but it seems like a whole different thinking process. That's intriguing. Yeah, bringing a little science to it, but I I don't think you're you're necessarily wrong. Um. Yeah. My mind kind of blew is blown a little bit. <laughs> they, I mean, they were, I mean, two of the best, you know, of all time were, were very mobile-esque quarterbacks, quick problem solvers in a sense. Um, you know, they, they can go with their legs. And by that, I mean, Vic and Vic and Steve Young, uh, which ironically enough, Vic modeled his game off of Steve Young too. Even the guy like uh, Jim Zorn. Right. Very mobile in the pocket, moves around. Uh First guy, the actual like real quarterbacks almost run for a thousand yards, Bobby Douglas or Doug Glass. It was uh he was a left-handed quarterback. Hmm. This is crazy cool. Yeah, it it it's a, I know a lot of people are like, oh, left-handed quarterbacks, most of them are bums. What have they done? Because there's only two in the Hall of Fame. Young and correct. Uh young and stabler. Yeah. And when was the last great, like, wow, left-handed quarterback? Probably Vic. Vic, I'd even say Brunel, possibly. But Vic, Vic's always going to get more highly recognized than um, more more credence credit than a Mark Brunel, just because people legit, like, Vic put eyes on the product where – Brunel just came off as another dude, <laughs> but even but, he was pretty mobile back in the day. He was, I did, dude, I, I have a ton of respect for, I love Mark Brunel. I, I do. I watched some of his highlights, man. The dude is a dude can chuck that thing. 
Yeah. Duke, he could take off when he needed to, but he was, man, he had some arm strength. He had some arm strength to be able to put the ball. I watched him. I think it was him. Um, he was Gerard, Gerard. Never mind. Scratch that. Oh. <laughs> uh, forget that. But but some of the Jacksonville Jaguars' best years were with Brunel under center. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because since let's see, Michael, since Michael Vick, your your left-handed quarterbacks have been Chris Sims, R.I.P. the hefty lefty Jared Lorenz. Oh yeah, Tyler Planko. Matt Leinard, Pat White, Tim Tebow, Kellen Moore, and then re- well, the one present right now is Tua. And between 2017 and 2020, there was no left-handed quarterbacks. Yeah. Kellen Moore, eh, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> That's kind of cool, though. He's like one of the highest, like the most respected offensive coordinators right now. I know. Or no, is it OC or no? He is an OC now, right? He is an OC. He's been an OC for a while. Okay. That's why in my like weird mind, I was like, why don't they just get the, as a Dolphins fan, I was like, why don't we just get Kellen Moore? He throws left-handed too. He throws left-handed. They should have been able to <laughs> make something, something happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, keep, keep B flow and let's uh, just bring in a different offensive coordinator. Let's spend some money that way. But it, uh-huh. I would have been down to see that. Yeah, it's 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 amazing though that th- there hasn't been like you said there's only been 33 in 100 years of the NFL. Only two are in the Hall of Fame and those two are the only ones to win Super Bowls. I think they're also the only two to start in Super Bowls as well. No, Boomer started in a Super Bowl, didn't he? Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, and Jared Lorenz, I think he has a ring. Because he was a backup for the Giants, but so three to start, two to actually win. Right. There's a lot, man. I'm excited to see who we pick. We only got three weeks of, of yeah. uh, talk people to talk about. Um, obviously, next Friday the 17th, and then the 24th are going to be the only left-handed quarterback, uh, you know, topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks, but man, there's so there's a there's a lot of great ones to to choose from and look at. I I I I only get one, but I, I'm trying to think like who do I really really want to talk about? I got I got we've actually surprisingly because you've talked about Vic. We just yeah I've done about, a I think I've done a Vic one or two of Vic episodes. I know you did one right before I came on. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, we've done Todd Moranovich. Yep. That, that's a dark story. And we just did Steve Young. So we've really, we've actually kind of given a little bit of love to the left-handed quarterback before, but not like, hey, this is why we're talking about this guy. Well, now we can deep dive, I guess, a little bit. You know, we've done, yeah, we've done the Todd Moranovich episode. We've done Steve Young. We did Vic. Uh, there might be. Did you ever do anything on Brunel? I don't think I did. He actually might be my guy. I kind of what I'm. That's kind of what I'm thinking. If you don't have him planned, no, I I already have my two. In my, okay, actually, so- I was making sure I because I I really want a Mark Brunel jersey, like the old school Jags jerseys with that, little- with that little more teal. It's got the Jaguar on the shoulder pad area. That's the that I, Jags have had such good jerseys, but that would probably be one I, I'd look out for. My social studies teacher used to wear it on Jersey Day. Really? 
in high school yeah the good old mark uh, good old mark Brunel. what is he yeah. probably only like two or at that point jaguars have only been in existence for about geez maybe two or three years so <laughs> you know my i gotta i gotta double confirm this uh i gotta confirm this i think my favorite mark brunel jersey moment might be i think kurt angle wore a mark brunel jersey he with john he, when, cena with john cena and he did the he did the, he was pretending to be john cena he did a rap and he got ankle locked by the 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 little person they were doing this segment it was right before no mercy we no mercy 2003 and he came out with the with the hat with the visor with the top gone which remember that fad yeah, you remember shut that up. Fad? shut up i i did that fad <laughs> I did it too. I um, used to have the frosted tips, and then the frosted tips would come oh, over the visor. I was that guy. Those are, yeah, those are some interesting hats. I can't I was, believe that was a thing. But he came out and he he got put in the ink lock. And he started sucking his thumb, and I that's my like. <laughs> I don't know why that sticks out with me, but it was like, it was such a good segment. Yeah, it was a Brunel jersey. Did you find it? Yeah, I, I found it. Yep, Kurt okay. Angle wore it. Yep. So yeah, it was uh it was either early October or late September, oh three. It was yeah, was no was, mercy, no mercy was like middle uh, or end of October. Yeah, I just saw a thing. It was like on this day, WWE history, 10 16, 2003. <laughs> Jeez, that's so crazy that you remember that. <laughs> like, uh, dude, that was when I first got back into wrestling. So that was like one of those impressionable, like the first year, just everything was so impressionable. Um but uh, but back to these damn left-handed quarterbacks. So the wacky, gonna... anom- the wacky anomaly. That's that's what they are, and I just feel like sometimes they don't get their fair share of things. Right. So if if two actually does good, could you ever see the left-handed quarterback becoming a thing? Because around the time of Brunel and Young, that was kind of a, kind of like a thing. They were like, "Look at this left-handed mobile quarterback." Both of them wore number eight, and then it just went away. Like just Vic died off. Yeah, yeah. Brunel came in around in what ninety six. As far as back up, he was kind of in that in that time frame, ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, as a starter, as a starter, he was night because he was with the Packers in ninety three. Oh, was that early? Oh, shoot. Yeah, he was one of their, he was one of the far backups. Okay. Well, I knew that, but I didn't realize it was that far back. Yeah. Um, or, but yeah, he came in the league in 93. 93. Okay. I think Hasselbeck ended up replacing him as the backup, but, um, <laughs> but I wanted to read through the list uh, that we have of, of backup or excuse me, left handed quarterbacks wow. in NFL history. A lot of them yeah. are backups. They probably are. Uh, just, just to kind of go through, it's not, like I said, it's not a very big list, 33 names. We can get through it pretty quickly, but, um, this is, these are who have played left-handed, uh, Frankie Albert between 1942 and 53. He was, uh, with the 49ers and he played with the Calgary Stampeders, college football, hall of famer, two-time all American, three-time all AAFC, which was, uh, the original division where, excuse me, league that the 49ers started with before they got absorbed. Um, 
And he was a Pro Bowler in 1950. So pretty good. Allie Sherman, between 43 and 47. He played for the Phil- the, the Steagles and uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. And he also was, uh, as you mentioned, he was a New York Giants head coach from 61 to 68. So he was a left-handed QB. Uh, John Cars, 1944 to 45. That's a deep run there. Cleveland Rams and the Pittsburgh Steelers. He att- oh, God. Well, why is it a highlight? He attempted 10 passes during the 44 season, and he only completed four for 49 yards. It's um, like you've got you to put something on the paper. I guess so. <laughs> Harry Aganis, 1952, Boston University, and played for the Browns. Um, he actually ended up uh, playing baseball. He never he, Technically, never played in the NFL, but he was he did play college football there. Uh, Fred Wyant, 56 to 57. He played for Washington and the Argonauts. Terry Baker, 63 to 67. He played for the Rams and Edmonton Eskimos. Ken the Snake Stabler, Alabama College, Raiders, Oilers, and New Orleans. This is one of our Hall of Famers, four-time Pro Bowler, 74 MVP, two-time first-team uh, All-Pro. Bobby Douglas, 69 to 78. Played for the Chargers, Bears, Saints, and Packers. That's a decent run, though. That's like 10 seasons. Yeah. Jim Delgaizo, Dolphins, Packers, Giants. Oh, he, he had nine passes uh, attempts in the 72 Dolphins. He's got a ring. Yeah. Look at that. There's another one for the ring. Dennis Morrison. They didn't say anything about him. 73 to 74 for the San Francisco 49ers. David Hum. 75 to 84, played for the Raiders, Bills, Colts, and Rams. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion, too. Oh, my God. Oh, who did he? With the, With Raiders. the Raiders. 11 and, yeah. uh, and 18? Yeah, it would be. Wow, look at all these successful left-handed quarterbacks. Oh, Jim no Zorn. <laughs> Wait, how did this guy... Oh yeah, okay. I I saw Oakland Raiders and I saw Los Angeles Raiders, and on uh, my brain went to Los Angeles Rams. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> they did win back then. Yeah, uh, Jim Jim Zorn, seventy five to eighty seven. Uh, Cowboys, Seahawks, Packers, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and Tampa Bay Bucks. He uh, was the head coach of Washington for two thousand eight to two thousand nine. He's a first team All Pro in seventy eight. You got Paul McDonald from eighty to eighty seven. Played for the Browns, Seahawks, and Cowboys. Uh, Boomer Esiason, 84 to 97, Bengals, Jets, Cardinals, MVP in 88, four-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro. Uh, somebody who I think there is a case for him to be in the Hall of Fame, but I don't know if we're ever going to see that day. Yeah. Uh, Steve Young, 84 to 99, BYU, Los Angeles Express, Tampa Bay, San Francisco. And he was the first left-handed QB inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He went in 05, three-time Super Bowl champ. Super Bowl MVP, two-time MVP, and seven-time Pro Bowler. So pretty good there. Eric Wilhelm, 1989-2001, played for the Bengals, Cardinals, Jets, Portland Prowlers. Prowlers, it's the AFL. Is that arena football? Yeah. They said AFL. It threw me off. Uh, (laughs) Los Angeles Avengers and the Tampa Bay Storm. Uh, Scott Mitchell, 1990-2001, Miami, played for the Dolphins, Orlando Thunder, World League. I believe that is World League. That is, yeah, that's the World World League like football affiliate type thing. Okay, Detroit, Baltimore, Cincinnati. 
Uh, Todd Marinovich, we've talked about before, 90 to 93 and 99 to 01, played for the Raiders, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, BC Lions, and Los Angeles Avengers. Uh, Mark Brunel, 93 to 2011, Green Bay, Jacksonville, Washington, New Orleans, New York. Oh, uh, he's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, I forgot about that until you read the Saints. <laughs> Wait, oh, he was Drew Brees' backup. Yeah, no kidding. He's the pride of the Jaguars, apparently. I, That's pretty cool. Is that like Beverly Stone? Oh, it must be their Hall of Fame because there's Tony Baselli, Wayne, and Dolores Weaver, who are the owners until 2011. Fred Taylor, Mark Brunell, and Jimmy Smith. All right, let's see. We got a couple more here to go. Uh, Doug Nussmeyer, 94 to 2000, played for the Saints, Colts, and uh, British Columbia Lions. Cade McNown. Oh, man, I have so many Cade McNown cards. They aren't worth a damn I, bit. I have to say, in the year 1999, when he came out, I thought Cade McNown was going to set the world on fire. <laughs> I I would have, too, based on how many cards. Every pack of cards I got from the 99 to 2000, like, two era, every every single pack had a Cade McNown card. And Cade they looked Mc- so cool, and they weren't worth a damn. Cade McNown, and then there was another guy. I think it was more based on his name. He played for the 49ers. They went off to the Dolphins. His name was Jim, Jim Drunken Miller. Oh, I remember Jim Drunken Miller. I loved it. Just the That's name. A great name. That's a great name. Uh, Michael Vick, 2001 to 2015. Atlanta, Philadelphia, the Jets, and retiring with the Steelers. You know, we all know how his career, he has the most rushing yards by an NFL quarterback. That's pretty cool. Chris Sims, 03 to 2010. Packers, Bucks, Titans, Broncos. Jared Lorenzen, 2004 to 2014, Giants, Colts, Kentucky Horsemen, Northern Kentucky River Monsters, and Owensboro Rage. He's also a Super Bowl champion, mm-hmm. 42. Um, was he with? Who was he with? Was he with the, the Giants? Giants? That was the Giants. Okay. Uh, Tyler Palco, 4 to 11. Saints, Cardinals, California Redwoods, Montreal Alouettes, Steelers, and Chiefs. Uh, Matt Liner, 06 to 13, Cardinals, Texans, Raiders, Bill. I forgot he was with the Bills yeah. for a short period of time. He had a cup of tea there. Yeah, a cup of tea. Pat White, 09 to 14, Dolphins, Virginia Destroyers, Washington Redskins, and Edmonton Eskimos. Tim Tebow, 2010 to 2015, Broncos, Jets, Patriots, Eagles. Kellen Moore, 2012 to 2017, Cowboys and Lions. And of course, uh, our current left-handed Lord and savior to a Tungo Viola. Um, really? He is. He's the only one I'm rooting for him. I really am. I'm hoping. I hope so too. Um, he gets shit on enough. And I just, I hate, <laughs> I hate people on Twitter. Just, well, I, I guess I was kind of like that with Carson Wentz, but, um, two has got a good team around him. So, uh, but yeah, so that's the list of every NFL quarterback, to throw or to be a left-handed guy. Um, I think we kind of wrapped up that discussion. It's a real quick one. There's not much to have, you know, have. There's not been not that many of them uh, for a variety of reasons. And, uh, and yeah. So Andrew, who are we going to talk about next week? Unless there's anything you want to add. I don't want to cut you off. No, I just, it's just kind of like reiterating what I said at the beginning. It's just a, it's just a weird thing. And it shows you how each sport is different where 
there's always the conversation of let's see LeBron play football. Let's see this guy play this sport. Let's see this guy play this sport, which kind of shows you there's differences in each sport and right. how they're played that you're awesome. Left-hander in baseball, all for it. Left-hander in football as a quarterback. Yeah, no, I don't know about that. You better be a damn good prospect. So uh, let's see my guy. My first one I'm going to do here. I'm going to go boomer. You're going to go boomer. Okay. I'm going to go boomer. Since you guys so, call me boomer, I just figured <laughs> might as well just go with it. You are the team boomer. So yeah. Yeah. I, re- I, re- I realized that today. <laughs> I realized that every- you and Brian, not too far behind. Yeah. Um, but all right. So boomer Esiason next week, that is going to be the plan. Um, Everybody have a great weekend. All right. Enjoy it. Summer's going to go by quick. It is June already. We're at the halfway point of the year, man. Um, But enjoy it. Seriously, get outside. Go be with friends, family. I shouldn't have to preach this to you. Just go enjoy the nice weather. I know here, nice weather is few and far between. So uh, I can't wait to get out and do some stuff and things. But, um, But yeah, that is it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in on behalf of Andrew and I till next time, the two point conversation is good.